We are live. It's the 181st episode of the Mina's House podcast. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. X Stucky. Uh, why is Garnett in Arizona right now? <laughs> this is my family. Potting right. live from Arizona. That's right. Another background. That's the best background yet. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm over here by the pool. It's the pool area. Very nice out here, man. It's beautiful. Is it a community pool? <laughs> yeah, so um, they actually have three pools in this development, rightfully so, because it's hot as heck out here. Yeah. I mean, so as so when I stepped off the plane at 11.30 in the morning, it was 100 degrees, so. <laughs> it's, about the same, it's about the same over here, too. Yeah. I, listen, I, I just was talking, I just was talking to the locals about the difference of like home heat and this heat. This heat, you can do it, it beats you down, but you don't sweat. Yeah. Before I left, oh man, I wanted to take my shirt off. Everything just <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty bad being back home with the humidity. But uh yeah, it's it's lovely out here. I'm enjoying myself. <laughs> well, we appreciate your dedication. I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying. Good, good. All right. Uh, let's hop into what's in our feed because there's a Sixers game going on right now. And you know how I feel about my Sixers. So we're gonna hop right into it, okay? Um, it, today's Kanye West's birthday. Happy birthday, Kanye Z. Um, <laughs> Kim Kardashian and Kanye are going through a divorce. Um, it's kind of not as public as I would think. Like, there's little things that I read here and there about custody and, you know, stuff like that. But for the most part, I feel like their divorce has kind of been a little low key. I did think, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this was I thought it was the, like, the coolest thing that she wished him a happy birthday with a family picture and said, I love you. And I'm like, they're going through a divorce and she is telling him, I love you. Like it just, I felt like that's something we needed to talk about, about not being like toxic. You know what I'm saying? And understanding like, okay, this person is not for me. This isn't working out, but I still love you. And I can acknowledge that even though we fighting over who going to get the kids three and four days a week. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's actually awesome. It's very uh, big of her to do that. Um, Cause like you said, it's a lot of people that can't see that far. They just think about their relationship between, you know, husband and wife and not think about the kids. So even her posting something, with the kids, yeah, it's, it's, it's dope. That's how you're supposed to view things. You can still, you can disagree wholeheartedly with somebody, but you can still love them at the same time. Two things can be true. So, you know, for her to set the tone like that and show other people, which is, you know, people like us, that, yeah, you don't have to be a bitter baby mom or anything of that she nature. She a wife. And, she and, a bitter right. wife. And, Twitter and, wants you to know because Black China, Black China, try to call her a baby mom. Oh, I, listen, well, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Black China is correct. I mean, uh, the internet is correct. Black China is is incorrect. But um, it is a whole lot easier to love somebody when you got your own money too. She ain't gotta <laughs> ask him, She ain't gotta ask him for a damn thing. So I mean, you know, she she can stand on her own too, and you know that's just her. Showing leadership. So congratulations to her for being a person like that, that even if she feels like that, she won't give the people what they want, which is drama and a mess. So pretty good. Okay, so I guess it's just me. <laughs> I knew it was oh, just going to be. I knew it was going to be. Nobody I, I first of all want to congratulate your your restraint because your face <laughs> throughout you know, Garnett's whole soliloquy 
was was priceless. Go was ahead, Dex. If, if, if this honestly, if this was one of you girls, like I really would be like, that's big. That Mina, that Shayna did this or whatever with their ex. Kim is doing this because she knows she has to do this. If Kim Kardashian was negative and nasty towards Kanye West, we would drag her to hell. And she knows that. And then it's like he has the mental stuff that's going on that, by the way, she put out there. All this stuff that's happening. Kim, publicly, you would look terrible if you weren't pro-team Kanye. She's doing this not because she wants to, but because for, for image purposes, she has to do this. She it's didn't have all- to say I love you, though. She yeah, had to she say did. happy birthday, but she didn't I'm, have to throw in that I love you. I'm telling you, the, I love you, Paul. Is the part that it really sets it up because it's like, oh, she looks like so good. This and the third. Wait till the custody battle really heats up. Then it's gonna look like he's the crazy one, and she's been so nice and so helpful and loving towards him. This is a game that Chris Jenner set it up. I come on, yeah. yeah. It all comes back to Chris Jenner. I think that you can go through a divorce for somebody because people go through divorce for various reasons, right? And obviously, the mental thing is real, and, and still have love for them. Obviously, they have four kids together too, like still got love for them. I do kind of agree with Dex just because I don't keep up with the show, but I know on the show this past week, she talked a lot about the divorce. So I do feel like the timing of it could be a normal Kardashian spin. But again, you can love someone and still not be with them. I mean, I love people I ain't with. Yeah. You know what? You know, and it's funny you brought up the show because I wanted to bring up the fact that, I mean, we don't really know why they divorced. But on the show, she recently just said it was just hard to be with Kanye. Like he moves to a different state every year. You know, um, she has her own stuff going on. And he's and she was like, he deserves someone who can just pick up and go with him wherever he wants to go, be by his side and do whatever he wants. And obviously she has her own stuff going on and her schedule didn't allow for that. She wasn't moving to my Wyoming where her business is in L.A. No one's moving to Wyoming. <laughs> but Kanye. <laughs> Exactly. He's on his own. If he yeah. was dating an Instagram hoe, she would move to Wyoming. She ain't yeah, got no, like, no other things going on. <laughs> but after a, after a week, though, she'd be like, bro, like, yeah, listen, it, it's hard to show your ass around a bunch of farmland. It is. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> listen, with the Internet, you can show your ass anywhere. OK, <laughs> she'll find yes. a little bush in Wyoming and drop it down in the thong. <laughs> they will find a way. But that's the so, so too. I think, I'm sorry, Garnett. I think the same thing with what you just said, me, and I'm thinking about it. That could be contrived too. Like, he deserves someone. He deserves this. That could be a little bit plotted planning too. But go ahead, Garnett. I'm sorry. So, so you fall in line with this too, Shannon, because y'all, y'all not giving her no credit. So, like, is it, is it, is it wrong just to do the right thing? Like, even, even if she doesn't feel that way, she did the right thing. Like, what's wrong with that? I'm not saying it's wrong. I just don't think it's real. I don't think you, I'm not going to give you no credit for doing something that I think. <laughs> I, I just think it's crazy. We live in a world where we question everything. Like, I thought we were going to have a positive conversation about being able to say I love you to someone that you know is not for you, you know, which is a very mature thing without the toxicity and the drama. I hate you. You know, that always, I hate you. That always comes at the end of the relationship, you know, like, it, it, people forget that you felt love for someone at the end of a relationship and they turn into like the meanest person in life. Like, who are you? I don't even know you anymore. So like, what is this where you were when we were together? What I would I was I just seeing the positive and not the negative side of you? But damn, y'all, we can't like Listen, we can't have no positive conversations. These I days. think it's because she's a Kardashian is why <laughs> we question it. If it was 
to Dex's point, if it was just me and you, we'd be like, that's nice. Like, that's real big earn. But we we question a lot of their motives. And that might be unfair. But we do. We just question a lot of their motives. I think she What's genuinely loves that man. And she's put up with a lot of crap. And at the end of the day, she's like, I can't put up with this anymore. I got to go because I can't keep doing this. You she know, gotta, she got to teach her sister how to do that, too. Like, how wow. does that with crap? <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. Did you see Chloe post a picture of her and Tristan and then Kim and Kanye said, happy birthday, Kanye? Gotta stop. You gotta uh, stop. Why she had to put Tristan in it to say happy birthday to Kanye? Girl. Like, come on. When is Kim's birthday so we can see Kanye's reaction? After October October 13th. And don't ask me how I know that. Uh -oh. I, I, how, so it is unacceptable. That you dislike this woman, but know her birthday. That's I love Kim Kardashian. Day. I just, no, actually, October 13th is Ashanti. I think Kim's is like the 14th or something. Like, it's around that time. Let's You're going to Google it, I'm sure. While That's Dex Googles it, let's talk about Jay-Z um, touching Beyonce's leg. <laughs> they were minding their business at a Nets game. Jay is showing his wife some love. And I don't know why the media exploded at Jay-Z touching his own wife's leg. Why? I'm confused. Oh, I mean, if I, I am not Jay-Z and I'm not a man, but if I had Beyonce, I'm touching her legs all day, every day as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> That's his wife. He can touch whatever he wants. Exactly. I don't understand why the, why the internet reacted to this. Um. So Kim's birthday is the 21st of October. Um. I think the reason that people are so like hype about Jay-Z touching Beyonce's leg is because like we don't get a lot out of them. And like the last thing that we really got out of Jay-Z and Beyonce was that he allegedly cheated on her. Like that was like the last like real thing that we got out of them. And then they because like they literally had kids. They don't really show us the kids like that. Not the they twins. <laughs> we never really get to see the twins like that. They don't talk to well, us. Look at what y'all did to Blue Ivy. Who said this last week? Yeah. Who said that? Remember we were talking yeah. about Blue Ivy? It might have been Dex. Dex? Look what y'all did to Blue Ivy. That's why she ain't showing Rumi and whatever the other ones sure. there. But, sure. but but I think that like they don't give us too much of anything. So it's like every little bit of thing that Beyonce and Jay-Z give us, like we're excited about it because it's like, oh my God, they did something. Like it's, I think it's excitement more than anything because we we never really see them kiss or like touch hands. We don't see them do anything. So even the fact that they walked into a basketball game together, which they've done for decades, it's like, oh my God, the king and queen are making a move. <laughs> you know what though? I do think it's an odd thing to do at a basketball game, like rub your leg. I almost feel like that's something we should do before we're, you know, sexy time. Like, but maybe you do it all the time and we just don't see it. Well, that's the thing. There was a collage. Literally, this is what he does. Okay. Tina Knowles um, shared a collage saying, be, no. so people started saying Beyonce must have anxiety. And that's why Jay was rubbing her down, which was weird. Tina was like, no, they just love each other. They touch each other. And she shared a collage of all these times that Jay has touched Beyonce's leg in a basketball game. Apparently this happens all the time and we just been missing it. Uh, I'll say this. I feel like the internet got it mixed up, right? I feel like Jay-Z has anxiety. He don't like being around a lot of people and he's probably rubbing her leg for comfort. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I really think that. <laughs> it is a little crazy though, because I people have overanalyzed this situation and they were like, look at how Beyonce signals for the cameras to get away from her. And like, she does this thing and she's like smiling. Then she does like this head nod and then the camera goes away. And I'm like, is this... 
is this real? Like, is this really a thing? And now that we're talking and there's the collage and then people were saying that she may have anxiety. Now I'm starting to think it's a little bit of Kim Kardashian stuff coming around because how are you always rubbing this person's leg at the, at the games? It's, it's, to me, it just seems a little like staged. He's probably doing it the whole game besides clapping for the Brooklyn Nets. No. Maybe he just rubs her all the time and we're just seeing okay. it. We don't see them. Think- to your point, Dex, we don't get to see them interact. So yeah. he might be rubbing her down all the time and we just never see it. I mean, look at him. I would rub her too. I, he, <laughs> Daisy's boy Beyonce. Y'all have Sixers games, rubbing him down. Y'all still let Jay-Z run around and Beyonce too. Nobody said anything about Jay-Z's hair. Like, it's okay for him to wear his hair like this. And nobody says anything. Like, that is a problem that I do have. I think Basquiat wore his hair like that. That's why people You're not Basquiat. You're Jay-Z. I mean, yeah. You're right about that. I will say this, though. Like, they are, like, the leaders in the face, uh, I guess, of our, like, culture. Like, people really aspire to, like, really be them, right? So I feel like people are just so hyped because they don't know how to rub legs. So you're going to see a lot of people. You're going to see a lot of people tonight at the Sixers game rubbing legs. You should turn it up right now. Watch, they're going to be like, Jay-Z did it. Well, I'm a – because Jay-Z told people uh, take off jerseys. What they do, they threw up button-ups. He said, yo, listen, F all that playing around. We'll get you a wife. Now everybody on the gram, like, look at my Maybe wife. he killed auto-tone, too. He said, no more auto-tone. <laughs> yep. T-Pain was never seen again. Okay, Jay did this during his prime. Does he still have that kind of influence? Yes. Yes, you because think? every time he dropped, yes. we listen. Every time I don't know if he, he got that kind of influence anymore. And if I don't, he know, don't, the hair, though. I don't know that everybody going to grow their hair out because he's growing his hair out. No, Jay Cole did that first. Yeah, Jay Cole did that first. The way where he's at right now with the very, very distinct kind of reference to it, I don't think everybody's gonna jump on that. But there were guys kind of saying it between J. Cole and, Gian- and Jay Z, like, I ain't getting no haircut because Jay. And then when he was woofing and couldn't get no joints, they was like, Never mind, I ain't got Jay Z money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will say it's really nice to see people show affection. I think we live in a world where um, we see a lot of PDA on social media and not enough in real life. Um, I mean, people don't really show affection, I feel like. I mean, some people don't even like to kiss in public. They don't want to hold hands. You know, they don't want to touch or nothing. So I think that's really nice, that aspect of it. Just, you know, being married and showing someone that you care about them physically in public. I would like that. Rub me every day. (laughs) <laughs> you want to rub my feet too here you go boo <laughs> put them dogs okay. down girl put them down i don't got dogs i got nice soft feet i put lush lush foot cream on my feet so they stay nice and soft don't play all right this was a little odd i wanted to have a conversation with you guys so the Migo said that they made trap music pop And when they said that, I was like, hmm, no, I think it was T.I. But I wanted to have that conversation with you guys. Is there truth to what they're saying? No, when you say the word pop, is that like slang pop as in make it cool or pop as in reach the pop charts? I think they meant pop charts because trap music been cool, Manny Fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I do think that the Migos are responsible for a large resurgence of it. Like, I think like a lot of the the popular rappers from before, like they were still doing stuff, but they didn't have like the buzz like that. And then I think the Migos came out and they have like this large buzz and they are doing that same music that those people before were doing and they're killing it on the pop charts. I don't I think maybe currently. Yes, I, I agree with them. But overall, no. I think that's a good word, resurgence, because I think maybe that's what it was. It wasn't they were the first ones to make it pop. Right. Obviously, like you said, as soon as I heard it, I thought of T.I. too. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought about all the others, but I thought of T.I. really kind of, you know, getting on the charts in, in, in terms of trap music. You heard more people from different cultures, you know, kind of talk about it. But maybe from a resurgence kind of standpoint, I feel like that is a good word for what they did, but they didn't make it pop. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think they're liars. I think you, why would you say something like that? Like what, what award do you want? So I, I can break it down like this. So we had T.I., Gucci Man, Jeezy, right? If we're mm. running a relay race, you just got the baton yeah. last, bro. Like you, you, you were supposed to do it. Like it's nothing that we didn't do anything wrong. We passed it along to you. And yeah, you had the easiest way to the finish line because that wasn't our job. We we can't do it for 30 years. We can't be that young well, all the time. So hell no. I, I think Why what the- does not help your point, because I do agree with you, but I think what does not help your point is that there was no passing of the baton. Like these guys that should have right. The guys that are that should that you would allude to a passing the baton are still trying to run in the same race. Like they're still releasing music and stuff and it's not going anywhere. So that's why these younger kids look at them like I'm outdoing you. I don't think you can race I don't think you can race these people's history, but like like Tina Turner is done. Like she sits down, she doesn't do anything anymore. So you could be like, oh Beyonce's leading that charge, but you can't say somebody's leading the charge if I'm still trying to do the same thing. Like TI and all those guys would have to leave for the Migos to really take over. I think, though, T.I. walked so the Migos can run. Like, yeah, but he's still trying to walk, though. Don't do that to T.I. No, he, he opened the running. door. He opened no. the door that the Migos came and busted through. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, he, but he won't stop, though. Like, he's not, like, retired. He's not sitting down. He's still in it. So it's 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 hard to be like, you know, like, they passed the baton over or whatever. It's it's kind of like these guys are more popping than you are currently not overall but currently these guys are more popping than you are so like they could probably look at it like i outdid you because a lot of our people don't know how to sit down like when it's over it's over and i don't think T.I. and T.J. Yeah, feel like it's over you can't expect them to quit something that they know how to do still at a high level it's like that's their career that's what they do they can do that till they're 60 years old thanks to older people like jay-z still dropping music so it's like yeah it's just a natural evolution to what it is if they were the first people to introduce the music and it goes kabloom like okay you can probably say that but no it's a it's history behind what's happening like whether it's documented or not you know who did trap music so like to just ignore it and be like no well i just did it first it's like no, you didn't. You didn't create it. You took our style, if you want to put it that way. You used our style to get where it was at. But like Mina said, they had to crawl so they can walk. So you it's, know it's, what it's though? A, that that's the, go ahead. Look at that. He, I you I, know I, what though? Even from the three that you said, Garnett, T.I., Young Jeezy, and uh Gucci Man. I always felt like Gucci and even Jeezy were very urban. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, I don't I don't think Jeezy has really in his prime, really fully transitioned, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to, to the pop charts. I feel like T.I. was the one that made that transition. You know, then he had the song with Justin and then it was it was diff. It was out of here for mm-hmm. T.I. But I think he's the first one to successfully and then, you know, kind of make that transition. And then I even wanted to throw Lil Wayne in there. Like, does, does Lil Wayne fit in that conversation? I really don't know. I, I wouldn't be mad. I don't think he directly fits in it, but I'm not mad at including him, though. I think 2 Chainz is a good person to add into that, too. Oh, yeah. 2 Chainz for sure. Yeah. So I think there were people that kind of like kind of started like maneuvering their way onto the pop charts. You know what I'm saying? And then here come the Migos and now the guys that are coming in after that really, really were like, okay, my song's going number one. My song on the pop charts, my song's doing this. And to even even go with what you're saying, um, I mean, just rap within itself. So, you know, speaking about Jeezy, who him himself had, you know, big hits, like My President is Black. That that was a huge hit at the time. You have somebody like Gucci Mane who has Billboard hits. You you know, they may have been more urban, but that's just a natural progression. When they got in the game, music has changed. The entire game has just changed. It's, It's like... It rap itself is pop. So how can you take credit for the people behind you that built rap to what it is that's able to give you the platform to make it happen? Now I will say those guys did do a fantastic job of making right. this dance, you know, making making music happen. But nah, man, you gotta, you know, they have to be a little bit more specific with that. And I just think that's a that's a, a down south beef. I, I don't know what it is with them. Everybody wants to be the king of the south. And like that, I guess this is their like them putting their stake in the ground, say, hey, listen, give us more respect because I, they feel like, you know, they probably feel like they don't get enough respect because of the time and the era that we're in. And we give a lot to Jeezy. We give a lot to T.I. We give a lot to Gucci Man and many more people. So I'm pretty sure, you know, it's them just waving a flag saying, hey, look at me. We did something, too, that, you know, you guys can recognize forever. But. Get them guys some credit, man. I I think in general, though, this is a very like immature thing that's going on right now. And I I blame Kodak Black because he was the first one to be like, (laughs) I did this first. I did that first. I came up with Hot Girl Summer first. It like and I was like, I guess like people weren't giving him his credit. So he kept complaining about all these things that he created. And I feel like it's kind of avalanched into like people saying, well, I did this first and I did that first. And even T-Pain made a joke about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but he was like, I was the first person to sing on a record and then rap. Like everybody is like now making fun of and saying, I'm the first to do this. And it's like even Young Thug, I think he said, like, I was the first to wear skinny jeans. And I was like, no, you was definitely the first to wear a skirt. Address. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about skinny jeans. <laughs> not say skinny. And then remember, I think no, Quavo was like, "Oh, I made um Air Force Ones hot." And then people were like, "I was the first to make like first rapper to wear Air Force Ones and not like Louis Vuitton." And, and people were like, "Are you dumb? Sit down!" Like, why are we in this place where everybody's like really thirsty to prove what they did first? 
but in a lot of these people's defense, because it takes me back to the whole Jacquees thing when he was like, he's the king of RP. <laughs> I think when these comments are happening, though, like us as like mature adults, we look at it like, this is crazy. How do you not know about X, Y, Z? But you got to realize, though, a lot of these people, when, when Usher and, and all these people were killed in the game and Michael Jackson and stuff like this, a lot of these people were three years old. Right. So like, they don't know. They're not going back and looking at the history. They're looking at like right now. Like a lot of these current artists have no idea who, like who- But the, as an artist, you should. Yeah, they don't know who the greats are. And like for them, for us- Quavo was like in his thirties. He know. Yeah, yeah. He know he was not the first one to make no airport. <laughs> he tried to say he made it hot like the first rapper. And I was like, what? <laughs> Nelly has an entire song. Thank you. About exactly. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Rasheed Wallace played basketball in them his entire career. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the high tops. Shout out to Philly. Shout out to Rasheed Wallace. Like, nah. And and even to go with uh, you say young thug, like the audacity of him to say that when the kids from the West Coast was jerking and doing all that <laughs> stuff and so what? Tight ass jeans. Yo, what uh, was the, the kids' names? The new, do you remember the new boys? New boys, yeah. The, do, do you, That's those so are the scary. first, I, and people killed them. I they love them. them. They had skateboards and skate yeah. jeans, the new boys. Tie Me Down was one of my favorites. I love that song. Ray J's on it too. That's how, like, <laughs> throwback that situation is. Wow, <laughs> Yo, but it's uh, so interesting. It's like, and some people don't even know, like, the twerkulator is from, like, an old song. Like, see? It, it's those people. <laughs> so. It's, it, it's just a shame that the people that's first over the hill, they get all the arrows, but none of the credit. Because there's guys behind them thinking that, hey, I did it first. It's like, no, you didn't. You didn't do it. I said, ASAP Rocky and them, as far as, like, the ASAP mob, they wore skirts straight out the gate. They was wearing right. tight jeans skirts bringing a bunch of weird shit to the game that was dope and they made good music. And then you start to see somebody like Kanye West catch on and Travis so it's Scott. Like, right, right. It's like, nah, like you, if you want to be real just about certain situations, it's, it's people that introduce things and yeah, you may have made it bigger because of the artist or the platform that you have, but you got to give credit where credit is due. And that's exactly it. Made it bigger. I think that's what we're kind of like kicking around. Like the Migos made it bigger. Like certain people made it bigger, made it more mainstream. But someone else was the one that did it. You know, like it's funny when Travis Scott came out, they were talking about like how innovative and different he was. And I I was like, he's like ASAP Rocky point two. Like what I do you mean? think they were the same person at time. <laughs> <laughs> right so it's like you know people borrow from each other and that's cool but like don't borrow and then be like i did this you right. know what i'm saying what like but one thing on that you said that i don't agree with at all i do not want them to be rapping into their 60s and you were talking about ti because <laughs> to dex's point at one point you gotta you gotta say okay my race is run yeah. i'm gonna go take a seat in the stand that's the so I'm sorry. I just wanted to circle back. Not at 60. That's good. Yeah, but, Gucci, not at 60. To play devil's advocate in the day, in the days of streaming, wh like, why wouldn't Both you put right. something Both out and right see what sticks? <laughs> well, what you said? I, I said, go goes right for somebody at 60. Yeah, because like, you could definitely do it. But like, if you think about what these people talk about right now, would you really want a 60-year-old man talking about 
hitting the club and hitting the bottles and the, the bottle girls and Instagram. Like, I don't want you at 60 to be talking about this. That's inspirational, man. I want to be 60 doing all of those things. I'm not well, trying to be stuck in the house. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised, though. Good writers can put themselves in any mind frame. Like, I'll never forget when mm-hmm. I was interviewing Rico Love and he told me he wrote the City Girls, do it, baby, lick it, baby, stick it, baby. He wrote that. Oh, wow. Like, a man wrote that. And I was like, what? Like you, you wrote uh, hop up on this and make and get like you wrote that <laughs> you. <laughs> so it's like I think real creatives and real artists can literally put themselves in any mind frame and write the song, you know. Yeah. So but we don't want you doing it at 60. Mm-mm. Invest. All right. <laughs> I better tell Jay Z that too, cause he approaching. <laughs> better stop Jay Z. Mm. That's your boy. You try to tell me he's still influential, but I'm but gonna that alone. Jay Z talks about art and stuff like that now. So like, yeah, let's talk about different stuff. You know. Yeah, but you do it over trap beats too. Like he he know how to stay yeah, relevant. Say, we just said change your content. We didn't say you got to change <laughs> what we want to hear. <laughs> so how about this? If the rappers rapping uh, about things that are relevant to their life, does it make it acceptable for them to keep going? I mean, Jay's not rapping about selling drugs. He's rapping about things that 50 year old men rap about. Yeah, but some of these mindsets are not going to change by the time these guys are 60. When T.I. is 60 years old, <laughs> on his mind right now, it's still going to be on his mind, and I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. And I got the same kind of guns like T.I. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, if, you're from, if you live in Atlanta or from Atlanta, I want you to retire at 45 years old. I don't want to hear nothing. Not 45. I'm not giving actual... Age cut off. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. <laughs> All right, let's get into our topic because I cannot believe the things that I am seeing. Okay, we have the government of the United States giving out scholarship money, sweepstakes money for people to take the vaccine. I've seen uh, different states offering beer. Uh, you know, companies offering donuts. Um, I, I've seen articles about people not returning to work and quitting because they cannot work remotely. You know, I have people saying, if I can't work from home, I'm not working. I have there's employers begging their people, employees to stay with them or begging people to work with them. I'm like, are we in the twilight zone? So I was started to think, is the pandemic making us lazy the government is handing out money left and right. They're giving you money to take a vaccine. People don't want to take the vaccine for their health. They need incentives to take the vaccine. People don't want to go back to work because they've been sitting at home. Are we lazy because of the pandemic? We've been I- lazy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, we've been lazy. We've been overweight. We've been all of these things to the rest of the world. We just so consumed in who we are. That's all. But as far as the vaccine, it's just like once once they had barbershops being able to like if I get a shape up and a shot, I'm good <laughs> out of here. It's like Biden shouldn't be teaming up with my barber at all. I know my barber don't care about health, so I'm not getting no damn shot from him at all. But we definitely are a little bit lazy. I mean, we was quarantined. We were shut down. We picked up some bad habits. Yes, they doing some weird stuff with money, like giving it away. <laughs> we have no clue what the heck is really happening. So, yeah, we 
did get a little lazy, but it's nothing different than what we all were. I'm not going to say we all, but just what the country as a whole kind of kind of just was already. So, like, <laughs> uh, you know, just giving them money. It's like, no, it's just more people accepting it now. But, yeah, we, we've been lazy. We, we, we've been all of that already. Now, I can just go from personal experience. I think, like, at the beginning of the quarantine, I was extremely lazy. I gained weight. And like I had like no drive to do anything, no motivation to do anything. And I was extremely lazy. Now, like fast forward, and I think the pandemic has made me and so many other people in this country smarter. People who are saying I don't want to physically go back into the office. They're not lazy. They're smart because you realize in a year of working from home, everything that I've been able to do in the in the last couple months when I was in the office, I can do it from the comfort of my own home. And when I go on my lunch break, I could run to the grocery store and run errands and have my dinner done before 430. I can eat at a decent time now. A lot of people try to you know, be like, oh, I don't want to eat after eight o'clock. Nine times out of 10, if you're in the office, you're, com- you're getting home at eight o'clock and still got work mm-hmm. to do. But I'm home and I could do things in my own pace and in my own time and spend time with my family, walk the dog and cook my dinner. Like and then I could even work a side hustle and make more money. People, in my opinion, are smarter now. And then when it comes to this vaccination stuff, I think that people are like, well, look, y'all are desperate for me to to get a vaccination. You're begging me to get a vaccination. So I'm going to hold out. I'm going to wait until y'all want to give me Major League Baseball tickets or something like that. And then I'll go get the shot because y'all want me to get it. So what are you going to do for me? Usually when it's us, it's kind of like, I think lazy would be like, hey, guys, we're offering a vaccination and we just run out and go take it. Safe, obviously, but also that's lazy to me. Smart is like, oh, they offering money or they offering this, then I'll go get it now. Yeah, I think the vaccination part is a little different. Especially because you know that they're going to force you to get it eventually anyway. So why don't you get some some bang for your buck? And the reason why I said lazy was because we have to wait for it to be served on a platter to us or give it to us or or we'll drive you to the we'll drive you to the vaccination. Uber will give you a free ride. Like, that's what I meant by lazy, like almost like like it's give it's being given to us with money, with incentives. Like it wasn't like, let me figure out how to go get it. Let me drive there i don't need no money i'm doing this for my health i just yeah. i've just noticed a shift in thinking like even in this yeah. pandemic i think that part is like the uber to the vaccination but if you think about it to garnett's point they had to give free ubers to have people go vote so this is like technically nothing new where we have to be kind of baby to do something but the vaccination i feel a little bit different about it because so many people were iffy so i feel like they felt like we gotta incentivize it but in terms of like, especially the job thing, because they gave people so much money, of course, you know, just trying to keep the economy running and going. But the fact that people now do not want to go back to work because they feel like I can make more money off of unemployment or just, or I can just make money, period, sitting home. And to Dexter's point, I'm probably going to illegally do a side hustle while I'm making an unemployment that you're not going to find out about. That's the part that I think is really lazy. Like I go into these stores, and this is how you know I'm such a big girl at heart and now I'm body almost. And going to Wawa and Wawa is offering like a $500 incentive and free hoagies while you're working and free discounts just to get people to work again. Hello. Because people do not want to work. They rather stay home and get the PUA money. and or just the PPP yeah, money. And the PPP money. Let's just say one thing about that. Like people are lazy and they think they're smart. The whole thing with the PPP money, y'all should realize when they just giving you the money that there's a problem. So all y'all out here getting this PPP money going to Dr. Miami. And the thing is, if you ain't got nobody on payroll, you have to pay it back within a year. 
So for you y'all that's being really me first. You can think that I'm gonna just live off this PPP money. You about to have another thing coming to you when they come to collect on that. Now, again, for the small business EDI alone and stuff that was different, but I do think it hurt, but it, in a way to help the economy and they made it so easy for people to collect that pandemic uh, assistance unemployment. It now is hurting because I see everywhere people like basically begging people to come work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, when you're when you're making more money on unemployment, go back to the word that Dex used, which was smart. Why are you going to work? If, if, if the goal is actually the money, right, in order to provide for your family, but they're, you're making more at home. And if you have kids, your kids is at home, too. Why are you going back to work? And, and also, Garnett, to like what you're saying and to what Shannon was saying, too, you're, you're saying to me, like, you guys should be going back to work, come back to work, this, that, and the third. We'll offer you this, 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 and this. But you didn't offer me this when you first asked me to come back in. Now you're offering it. So out of nowhere, same way with the government, the stimulus check. You guys could have gave us a stimulus check last year and the year before in December to help us buy Christmas gifts, but you didn't. So, like, but you chose to come up with this money out of nowhere. This money came out of nowhere. You can give it to us now. I'm going to just wait for you to give me some more. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've I've noticed a shift in in thinking and 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 just from reading these different articles, I'm like, where are these people getting money? Only fans, the internet. Like, did everybody start their own business? I don't like wh- why why like yes, everybody started their own business. <laughs> but you would think I thought like when the economy started to pick up and things started to open up, I think like we would slowly go back to like this place, like even, you know, prior to the pandemic where we were surging, you know, I mean, jobs are surging and people are going back to work and trying to make more money. And I thought it was going to be like a bounce back effect, but I'm not seeing like an immediate bounce back. I'm seeing like a very slow, like, nah, I'm not going to do that right now. Well, they did open back up during the summer, Mina, too. So you got them other people like, I'm going to wait till the fall for I'm thinking back. I'm going to enjoy my hot girl summer, and then I might go back on the work. Yeah, the jobs are surging. We're just not getting on the clock. We'll be back. (laughs) But you know what's crazy? I was reading this one article where they did like a poll of like all the reasons why people don't want to go back to work. And number one was not Corona. Corona was like down at like number eight number one was i don't want to commute to work i'm like you were commuting to work before a year ago a lot changes in a year listen as a new commuter to work i have a new position and i was i was working from home before the pandemic i will say i can see why people complain (laughs) and i only commute a little bit but the drive, I don't know how people was doing it every day. And I only got to do it certain days a week, so I really can't complain. But I don't know how people was doing it every day. So I can see why they complained about that. Then they had to have time to be with my pet. I had time to be with my pet higher. The, the, people voted more for that than they did for I'm concerned about Corona. It was all the way at the bottom. <laughs> Because Corona, at this point, if you're still running around telling people that you're concerned about COVID, like you're lying, because I can look at your Instagram and I can tell that that's not true. So you got to come up with something else. And you can stay, commute, bring the animals, bring the kids into it. But realistically, anybody who's telling you they're still concerned about Corona, let me see your Instagram page. And I'll, and I'll go through and I'll let you know if I think you're concerned. Well, I'm going to say I'm still concerned about Corona because Plaz posted today, if she's still wearing a mask, that's the P you want. 
because nine out of ten, her credit good, and she got something to live for. <laughs> well, I'm gonna still, I'm gonna still put the mask on. I still wear my mask. I still wear the mask. I almost wanted to go mask. like, "That's me." I'm like, "Let me not do that." Listen, I'm, I'm gonna put y'all up on game. Listen, you you don't have to go on any stores out here with a mask. Oh, uh, you wear a mask? The free world. I got one on me, but I'm good. He wasn't wearing a mask when people were dying. He not gonna wear one no. now. In, in the stores, yes, I was because the COVID spread quiet. Here you go. Y'all just want to shame me all the time. I've been curious all the time. I really, when I see certain things, like I with my local grocery store, they're like, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. I'm like, I'm definitely wearing a mask. I lied to you now. I always think, I wonder what Garnett would do. <laughs> <laughs> what would Garnett do? I, I'm I, always do. Like, I, I like that, Dex. <laughs> Yo, because you was a poster child for I'm kissing baby. Remember you say you was kissing yeah. babies? No, we okay. did like our you first saw him time. Somebody the first week we did somebody it. in the background. Yeah. Oh, I mean, listen. If, if, oh, if, yeah, if I remember home, that. My face, I was like. <laughs> if, if your incentive, if your only incentive is to let me know that I can go to a barbershop to get a vaccine, it's like I'm not, not getting on. off that barbershop one. <laughs> yeah, because that's ridiculous. I, it's yeah. like, what? I know my barber. Dex knows his barber. You know he had an STD. He don't care about his health. And he don't, he don't, care about he don't protect he himself from nothing. Oh, come on. He's not. He's, he can't do anything. Come on. I'm, not. I'm with you. I'm with you there. <laughs> I love my barber shop too. I love my barber. But that's not what they do. Like, don't give them the power to do that. Don't. Don't, they, don't. I knew I knew it was bad when they say you can get your COVID shot at Walmart. Like I don't even want to get bread from Walmart. Y'all talking about a COVID <laughs> Wait shot? Wait a minute, I'm don't good. shame Walmart because I'm, I'm the I'm Walmart queen. Walmart. <laughs> Ooh, child, I I thought that was so funny. None of y'all thought that was that funny. I thought my joke was funny. Forget y'all. What'd you say? <laughs> I missed it. What'd you say? Hey, what did you say? <laughs> I said. <laughs> His barber shop, his barber don't even care oh, about no, getting like STDs. Oh, no, He's no, not I protecting know. himself from nothing. He's not gonna protect himself from <laughs> no, the virus. You don't. Absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely right. Nina. All right. So what's the consensus? Because I'm confused. Oh, I think we're the pandemic has made us lazier. What's the vote? Yeah. Smarter. Smarter. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that to use the word smarter. I'm gonna say lazier. So two for lazy, two for smart. So we smart and lazy. That sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I would say this too. So Bill Gates actually said this about the people that he would want to hire. He said it, quote unquote, he likes hiring lazy people because they always figure out better ways or easier ways to get things done. He ain't got the right lazy person yet. He, I was going to say, are you the ones that Melinda said people. he was having secret meetings with? Them type of lazy people? Because I'm not taking nothing from Bill right now. Because I do think there's a difference between the people like myself who like actually work their job and stuff like that from home. But then there are other people who are legit. They are lazy because they got the loan money and all that kind of stuff like that. And they will not get on nobody's clock. Like I think there's a difference between the two. I don't think figuring out a more efficient way to do something is should be is considered laziness. There's another word resourceful. Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference between being resourceful and and uh, being lazy. Lazy is you don't want to do nothing. Resourceful yeah. is I'm going to get this done, but I'm going to figure out how to do it better or how to do it quicker. I would much rather a resourceful person than a lazy person. Yeah. It can stem from that. So, like, let's say the remote in the house, right? Maybe you don't even feel like getting up and get the remote. 
what you may do is download the app on your phone to change your TV. That's a little lazy. You won't even get up to get the remote, but it is innovative. It's dope. It's nice. And now it's lazy. something there. So <laughs> Shada was like, no, that's lazy. No, that's lazy. Because I got yeah. an app on my phone and I can't even imagine going through all those steps just to change the channel and not getting that remote. That's lazy. But that's how an app would be created for something like that. Because I don't feel like doing that. That take too much work. That's <laughs> convenience. Yes. It's lazy a little bit, though. It stems from laziness. I don't want to get up. Yeah, I guess. No, convenience slash laziness is, hey, can you come here? <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact, too. That, and, and the remote be right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I just remote for me. <laughs> All right, y'all. My basketball game's not over yet. We in the thick of it. They're doing well, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we were tied going into the half, and now it's 70-63. Yes. Yeah, six, Sixers will be yeah. fine. It was one game. Right. Well, really. I was, at home again. I think it was more so because I tweeted about the Sixers. I was excited because Triple H, the wrestler, was at the game. He That's rung the bell. Bad. And I got excited about it, and I tweeted about it. And the last time I really rooted for the Sixers was like the 2000, 2001, when they went against the Lakers. As soon as I put on that shirt and started rooting for them, and I was so excited about it, they started losing. It's my fault, and I won't tweet about the Sixers again. Good luck. I want them to win. Don't watch the game. I'm sorry I even showed you the screen. That's why, too, though. I mean, they got to watch who ring the bell. When these celebrities ring the bell, seem like they never win. Let Pat Croce ring that bell every game. <laughs> so what, when Meek Mill won it, they lost? Lost that game, yep. They, they lost. They the, the, the helicopter. They, they end up losing that game versus Miami. That that game, they lost. They won a series, but they lost that game. He just did it recently, too. I think they did win the recent one that he that he did, which was like a they week They got to stop. They got to stop. They, they got to keep it. Who else wants to ring the bell besides Pat Croce? Only Pat Croce? That's it. Who else? Iverson, Pat Croce. That's it. Get people from the old winning team that went to the finals. Get some of that good luck back and stop playing with everything okay, else. Bring so George. George no, wait a minute, sir. The last championship team. So then you would get everybody on the last championship team by your theory. No, sir. Just the Nets got Jay Z and Beyonce, and we got Pat Croce. No, sir. <laughs> no, I love that. No, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Croce, that was funny. <laughs> no shade to Pat Croce. He's a legend. Thank you. We appreciate everything you've done for the city. But the Nets got Jay Z and Beyonce. Like we need, we need Sorry, star no. power. We need Will Smith. We need Patty okay, Labelle. So we need that, Jasmine Sullivan. One. Now, you see what she just did? She just pulled the Migos on you. I don't want the old stuff no more. He wants the new people to make it pop. See? That's where they were coming from. It's about winning, not the bells. about winning. Let's get some of that old magic back in this building, man. We need Patty LaBelle to come with some pies and ring the bell. Okay. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for watching and listening. It's the 181st episode of the Mina's House podcast. Woo! I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. Garnett Briscoe. X Stucky. Bye, guys. Bye.